Let's pray. God, I pray right now for your anointing to rest, rule, and abide in this atmosphere, in this moment. I ask, oh God, for preaching power, for preaching grace to be able to communicate with your people that which you want to say to them in this moment. So Lord, I pray that you would remove every distraction, that you would remove uh, any aspect from me that would keep your word from coming forth with clarity to the point where your people will be able to hear it. But then, God, I pray for that extra added mix that you do by your spirit, that we would walk in that which you want to say to us on today. Lord, we love you. We bless you and we praise you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, listen, I'm continuing this series of what do you have where God is challenging us to rethink, to relook at uh, how we are, what we have, what he's already provided for us. Because I'm trying to get us to see by the power of God that God wants to work miracles in our lives with the mundane things that we already have. And so I want us to look today at this. I pray somebody gets this word. Uh, but join me in 1 Kings chapter 17. Uh, I'm going to read a few verses here from uh, this story in 1 Kings 17. I'm reading from the New King James translation. You can see it there. Uh, listen what the word of God says. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Elijah the prophet, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he had come to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel or, or a little hunk of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear, go and do as you have said. But make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me and afterward make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah and she and he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. Listen, I want to talk about uh, what do you have in terms of ingredients? Hmm. Check this out. It's God, in the middle of a famine, he sends a hungry prophet to a starving, penniless widow. That whole picture looks like a recipe for disaster. We find a woman who is, is dealing with all of the losses in her life. She was a widow. She had lost her husband. We don't know how recently, but in those days, in those times, that was not a good look for a woman. It put her at greater risk. Um, it, it put her in a financial risk. It put her at emotional risk. It put her, her protection at risk. Uh, it's obvious that she had lost her means. It looks like uh, she and her husband were, were people of means because if you read on in verse 19, you find out their house uh, had an upper room. It was at least a two-story room that was reserved for people who had a little something. Uh, in verse 15, we read about her household, which means there's some employees, there's some servants that were involved. Uh, th th this was a woman who would probably not ever been able to not take care of herself and her family. 
but the drought, uh, one commentator said, had reduced her resources to a bit of flour, a dab of oil, and a few sticks of wood. This was a woman who was, who was at the end. She was out of options, uh, and she was at that point where life had taken so much, there were more losses than wins. I don't know if you've ever been in that place where life has continued at a pace where it seems more and more is taken from you and not as much as being brought to you. And when you and I get to that place, it can lead us to where we're emotionally drained. And that's where I believe this woman was. Uh, she was almost operating on autopilot because here's this guy, this stranger that shows up, asks her first for some water in the middle of a drought, in the middle of a famine, asks her for water. But she just she just does it. It's it's almost as if uh, one commentator says that she was caught between the demands of ancient hospitality and the harsh reality of famine, and she reacts with fatalistic resignation. Uh, you know, she she was on autopilot. She just did it because that was the custom. It was the custom of the time. She was willing to help, uh, at least with the first request when he asked her for water. Uh, but then he asks her for more than asked for, for some bread, and she seems embarrassed or even harassed a little bit at this request for this bread. And she says in verse 12, as the Lord your God lives. Now, remember, she's not a Jewish person. Uh, Elijah, in the midst of trying to hide from a, a queen named Jezebel who was out to kill him, uh, this queen who was from this area that she actually went to to hide out. Um, and so he's in enemy territory. Uh, and she says, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour, a little oil in a jar, and I'm gathering a couple of sticks to prepare a little cake, a little tortilla, a, a pita loaf for me and my son that we may eat it and die. She, she's resigned herself that this is, this is it. Uh, and here's this stranger making this strange request. But now she responds to his request saying that she did not have bread. In the original, in the original Hebrew, it's, it's, it, that literally is, I have nothing baked. Uh, in other words, I don't have anything completed. I don't have anything that's ready for consumption right now. Ha have you ever been in that place where nothing was working, but you had feelers out there, you had little things that you were trying to do, but nothing had come to fruition, nothing is quite coming together, it's not quite completed? That, that's where she was. I, I, don't have, I have stuff that I've tried, but nothing has come to completion. There's nothing that I have to, that's ready uh, for right now. now. And as she talks about what she doesn't have, she also talks about what she does have. She talks about the ingredients that she has for this little uh, tortilla or, or pita bread. Uh, and one commentator says it like this, that verse 12 brings into view the jar and the cruise of oil, important factors in the coming resolution. Watch this. She says she has a handful of flour, which is probably barley, which uh, is the poor, less nutritious option for this kind of bread that was the staple at the time. She says she has a little jar of olive oil left, and she's gathering a few sticks to make a small fire to cook this bread over. But look what happens. After she's done listing her ingredients, the man of God calls her to follow through on what she said that she was going to do, but he wants her to take a faith step and then gives her a word from the Lord. Look at verse 13. And Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me and afterward make some for yourself and your son. Seems a little um, selfish, 
But look what happens in verse 14. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the, the prophetic uh, 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 determination, the, the, the prophetic statement that, is, that sets up that the following is a prophetic word from God. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the oil of the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain upon the earth. Listen, I don't know who this is for, but whether we know it or not, we already possess the ingredients for a miracle. That's somebody's word right off down through there. You can almost put your finger and tip on out. You can almost click out of this whole process. But listen, we already possess, God has already put in our possession the ingredients for a miracle. Watch this. Elijah wants her to take this word from the Lord, operate in faith, and follow through on what the Lord has said. Because listen, the, the word of the Lord was her flower, if you will. It's the essence and the substance of what will sustain her and her family. It, it, all you need is a word from the Lord. Matthew 4 and 4, Jesus says it like this, that people shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, every rhema word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The, the, the word that God gave her through Elijah, for thus says the Lord God, that the, the, the flour's not going to run out, the barley's not going to run out, the oil's not going to run out. It's going to keep producing until the day that this famine is over. Listen, if you and I have a word from the Lord, that's the most important ingredient for a miracle. God can do amazing things, especially when he operates to fulfill the promise of the rhema word that he has shared with you. If it, and that's the reason why we fast. That's the reason why we do this, to hear, to receive a word from the Lord. She said that she only had a little container of oil that she was going to mix in with the, with the meal, with the, the barley, and it would be the thing that would animate the flour to the point that it would make it edible. That is, in my mind, that represents her faith. Her faith was the oil to be mixed with the word that God had given her through the prophet. Hebrews 4 and 2 says it like this, But the word which they heard did not profit them, talking about people of the Old Testament, because it was not mixed with faith in those who heard it. it the word has to be mixed with some faith. We have to take what God says and we have to settle that God has said it and it's going to happen regardless of what it feels like, regardless of what it looks like right now. Once we have that word or that promise for the Lord, we have to embrace that. If God has said it, it has to come to pass. It shall be manifested. It sh God will follow through. Heaven and earth will pass away before he allows one word of his to fall to the ground unfulfilled. Regardless of the present circumstances, regardless of what the optics of the right now are, we must believe by faith that God will bring about exactly what he has promised. She had to mix that word with her faith. But listen, none of this was going to come to fruition without a fire, without a catalyst. She was, the Bible says she was gathering a couple of sticks to make a fire to cook this bread over. And the prophet told her, go and do as you have said in verse 13. And in verse 15, we find out, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. You notice that? That, that she had the word, she had the faith, but now she needed the fire. The fire, the catalyst that would make the word mixed with her faith come to pass was her obedient follow through. She had to align her actions and align 
her life with what God said and her belief in what God said that he would do based upon the promise. When we obediently obey and operate in the principles and follow through on them in our actions and align our lives in the direction of the promises of God, we're going to see the manifestation of his word come to pass. I'm preaching to somebody. I don't even know who it is. But if you have a word from the Lord and if you believe you have heard from him and if you believe that it shall come to pass, Past, now you have to follow through by aligning your life, aligning your actions, aligning your obedience to the thing that you believe that God is going to bring to pass. If he has promised you that baby, go ahead and start buying the baby clothes. If he's promised that he's going to prosper you through that business, go ahead and open the business account, even if it's only got $25 in it right now. Aligning our lives with what we believe God says and following through on a obediently following up on the principles will be the fire, will be the catalyst that'll make that word mixed with faith come to pass. The Bible says in verse 15, and, and so she went and did this. She, she, she operated, she got the word, she believed it in faith, she operated and aligned her life with those principles. And the Bible says in verse 15, and she and he, Elijah, and her entire household, all the employees ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord. This widow had lost so much. She had resigned herself to the fact that it was never going to get better. She was ready to just eat one last meal and die. The losses had taken so much from her that in her mind, nothing was going to work out. She had no bread. There were no finished pieces, no finished products that would be able to work out for her benefit. But listen, what she saw as a recipe for disaster actually ended up as an opportunity for God to show her that she had the ingredients for a blessing. I don't know who this is for, but you need to stop looking for the finished product. God's provision is going to come through the ingredients that he's already laid in your hand. If you have a word from the Lord, you need to mix that with your faith and then you need to follow through with your actions because if he has revealed his will to us, through his word, and if we're holding on to that promise, then now we can know that what God has said shall happen. We actually have the ingredients that we need to see God do the impossible. And I'm speaking miracle working breakthrough for somebody because God has already spoken to you. God has already given you his promise. And if you believe that God has said it, now start aligning your life and aligning your obedient actions with that thing that you believe that God has said because if we are willing to take the word of the Lord from him and operate in faith and follow through on the things that the Lord has said then we have all the ingredients we need to prosper in the things of the Lord I don't know who this is for but 2022 as God has spoken to you and as you believe it and as you operate and follow through and in, in humble obedience to what you believe God has said will happen I decree and declare by by the power of the living God, by the anointing that he's placed on my life, you're going to see breakthrough. You're going to see miracle. You're going to see blessing. You're going to see prosperity. You're going to see the power of God show up in your life. And because he, you don't need certain things that, that will just show up automatic. God has already given you the ingredients for your blessing. I don't know who that's for, but somebody needs to hear the word of the Lord and operate in faith 
and watch what your obedient follow through will do, that God will manifest his power and his prosperity in your life. Again, I pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I declare by the power of our risen Savior that what you have said and what you have shown us shall come to pass. And so, Lord, I pray right now for the faith to be built up in all of us. I pray that the ability to follow through and walk obediently and operate in the principles you have already revealed to us. And as we do that, would you do the impossible? Would you break forth miracle working power for your people? that 2022 would wipe away all of the losses and all of the, the dearth of things that have happened for the last two years and allow us to push through in 2022. Do it according to your will and your power and your word. We believe it. We take it as it's already done and it's settled in us. So we're following through. We're aligning our lives with your word and we will watch you do the impossible this year in our lives, through our lives, in spite of us, even if you have to. And we'll make sure you get all the credit for it. In Jesus' name, release it now for your people, in your people, and through your people. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. What ingredients do you already have?